no one wants their kids to have to deal with a massive crisis, but they're going to have to, and you can help. As a parent, it's up to us to prepare our kids to deal with these things. So we have to model that behavior and help them learn this while we safely have them with us so that when they're on their own, they know how to deal with it. So on this episode of the Fallible Man podcast, we're going to go exactly through how that should go. So let's get into it. Here's the million dollar question. How do men like us reach our full potential and grow into the men we dream of being while taking care of our responsibilities, working, being good husbands, fathers, and still take care of ourselves? That's the question this podcast will help you with those answers. My name is Brent and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast. Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. Big shout out to Fallible Nation, a warm welcome to our first time listeners. My name is Brent and I am the Fallible Man. We never want to see our kids go through difficult times. If we can protect them from every bump in the road, we would. Sadly, crises do happen, and you're going to have to dig deep to help your kids through difficult times. Thankfully, kids are really resilient, and there are ways to help them through this. So I want you to consider trying these six methods to help your family cope with crisis. Number one is don't hide it. Kids are so much smarter than we often give them credit for. When things are going wrong in our world, they know it. I mean, don't, don't pretend. They, they get it. Sometimes they're aware of it before we are. The problem is the things they don't understand can be puzzling and scary. Some kids can tend to overworry, making the situation seem even worse to them. Here's where it's smart to let them in on it when it's happening. But in terms they understand, it's okay to tell them the basics like mommy's sick, but she'll be fine without giving too much detail. This allows them to put a name on what's happening around them which makes them feel safer and more secure with what's going on. And that's a good start. Number two, you need to set boundaries. Here's where having kids know what's going on can prove challenging. Children tend to personalize things and internalize it. So they might think it's their fault when something bad is going on because that's just the world from their perspective. Here's where you need to step in as a parent and set some firm boundaries. This is a problem, but it's not their problem. It's not their fault. It's not theirs to worry about or to solve. It's, it's not them. It's, what's going on is outside of their control. And you have to help them understand they're not responsible for fixing it. Number three, teach your kids valuable skills. Kids in crisis will feel the stress of the situation, but may not have the skills to cope with it yet. Here's where you need to step in. Help them learn how to breathe deeply or maybe even meditate to find that calm again. If they're struggling, consider counseling as professionals have a lot more in their toolkit than you might to if it needs to go that far. Or, you know, sometimes you just need to have open conversations about how to deal with your emotions and your feelings, right? As parents, we should be modeling those things anyways. So teach your kids how to bring down everything into perspective, how to bring down all the emotion and settle into it because learning to be calm in the crisis is really important. One thing I usually don't share is how impactful the podcast has been for me personally. There's a lot I love and appreciate because I have the podcast. I become somebody who can approach people easier. I have a better network of people to call upon when I need them. 
I get to meet new people all the time from all walks of life and all over the globe and connect with them at a deeper level. And I have a voice to do what I love. I'm always put into situations where I'm having to stretch and learn something new. I've really grown as a person and a professional since I started doing my podcast. And that was even before my show really started growing. I hired a company called Grow Your Show, who's our sponsor, by the way, and I wanted to share them with you. The owner, Adam, has one of the very best podcasts for teaching you how to be a podcaster. I honestly wish I had found it sooner. One thing that they've done to help me is to bring me to a much larger listener base so that my voice is being heard around the world. There's a good chance, in fact, that they helped us connect. But they also do editing and post-production. They can even help you launch and start your podcast, which could really help you in your business or whatever you're trying to achieve. So I just wanted to give them a quick shout out. I love to share great people and companies that I believe in that I use personally. So that's Grow Your Show at growyourshow.com. I have a link in the show notes. And if you have a podcast or you want to start a podcast or you're thinking about it, just scroll down there, click that link and go work with my friend, Adam. He's going to treat you right. Next thing I want to offer you is to get emotional. Children don't always have a name for what they're feeling. They feel confused and frustrated, leading them to act out. When there's a crisis, it's important to encourage your child to talk about their feelings and for you to step out of your comfort zone and help them understand the things they can't label by being vulnerable and openly emotional with them. Let them sit down, give them a environment where you can let them share their emotions, what they're feeling about it. You know what? It's okay to share your emotions and that will help them as well. That will encourage them. That will make them feel more secure about dealing with their emotions, negative and positive at the time. If you're willing to open up and be vulnerable about your emotions, I, I try and share with my kids all the time. It's like, well, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. This makes me uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm struggling with this moment, right? I have some social anxiety with large crowds. And so I've been very open about that with my kids. So they understand when they see me frustrated or uncomfortable, they understand my emotion, which also allows them to deal with their emotions when they have things that are uncomfortable. Next one I want to throw out for your consideration is to listen. I don't have a great deal to say about this because you can't go into, there, there are some things that just speak for themselves. But perhaps the most important thing you can do to help your child during a crisis situation is to listen. Let them talk about anything and everything as this is part of how they process. They may not understand the emotion. You may get the spaghetti ping pong conversation, but let them talk. They feel like they're getting out. They feel like they're sharing and contributing and being part of it. And sometimes they just need to talk to give them some comfort to bring the situation back to a norm, kind of like meditating or deep breaths, right? Sometimes they just need to let that chatter go to feel okay about what's happening around them. And that's okay. Final one I wanna share with you guys is play, right? Kids need some normalcy. Kids need to feel like the world's gonna be okay. So everybody needs a break. Everybody needs time to relax. Kids especially need time to play and be kids. So even in a time of crisis, our difficulties, please reassure them it's still okay to do this. Better yet, go join them. You know what? Nothing will get you through a stressful time like going and spending some time playing with your kids.
It's therapeutic for you. It's therapeutic for them. And it's absolutely one of the best things that you can do for them. Go out and play. I understand difficult things are happening. Go play anyways. Your kids will feel better. You'll feel better. And your whole family will connect better. Now, guys, I wanted to share with you, as I do on the week, a user review. User, I'm, I'm not even trying to pronounce this. They, It's C and a bunch of icons, but five-star review, really great work. I was so thrilled to listen to the show and learn to my surprise. It's a really great resource for men who want to live a full life, but also many of the tips extend to anyone. It's not just exclusionary by, it's not exclusionary by any means. It's really great work. Uh, Thank you so much. I wish I could actually like call out your name, but there's no way to pronounce that. Um, Your reviews mean so much to us and help us be more visible and reach more people. And I'm just really grateful. I never, I I read these reviews, guys, and I am just so in awe and grateful for each one of you. It means so much to hear your feedback on the work. So thank you for sharing that. And guys, if you need some help conquering your goals or dealing with relationships in your life and other things going on in your family, we're here for you. We're here to help you conquer goals, build plans, and seek the life that you want to live. You can find me at thefallibleman.com slash coaching. Schedule the discovery call with me to work with me directly if you need some one-on-one work. We're also starting to set up group coaching sessions. So guys, schedule some time. Let's talk. I may not be the best choice for you. I may be perfect to work with you, but let's talk and let's see if we can get you lined up with the right people. Hopefully that's me. I'd love to walk alongside you as you make that stretch in your life to become the man you want to be. Until next time, thanks for listening. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today. We'll see you on the next show. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.